calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me today is Travis. Uh, clunky. Travis, how's it going today? It's going all right, man. Nice yeah. to see you. Yeah. Gamescom's going great. And we have a guest, Lord Cognito. You were on Unlock this week. And I was like, oh, man, we got to get you on uh, Fireteam Chat. So here we go. Awesome, awesome. Absolute pleasure to be here. One of my favorite Destiny casts, man. An absolute honor. The fire team chat in the realm, man. Couldn't have been happier. <laughs> well, th thank you again. Uh, you do your own fire, uh, fire team chat sort of thing. Not fire team chat thing, a Destiny show, though. Yes. Uh, why don't you yes. tell people about it? Sure. It's The Last Word with uh, my co-host, Ebontis. We do it every Friday and have kind of like a campfire feel, very intimate. We'll have a guest once in a while, but we like to deep dive with all the Destiny topics. And we've had a lot of people on the show. It's always been a lot of fun, man, and really enjoy it. Awesome. I'm very nice. glad to have you today. Um, so I we're going to do the show a little bit differently today. I have been on Gamescom production all day. I did get to see the new trailer. So we're going to watch them back again, not with blaring audio like that one time that some dumb <laughs> producer left the audio on. But we're going to we're going to give them a watch again and just sort of react to them and uh, pick them apart. So so let's get started with the, the trailer that we saw. And then we have some actual footage later on that we'll be looking at of uh th that was provided to media so basically what we're seeing here this is largely things that we've already been experiencing this current season but man they do not wait very long to get into the new stuff uh, here we are we're on europa and now i'm pausing it here because i got to ask you guys does that look like a vendor or something like this looks like it's in engine right yes yeah it could be this is mm -hmm. screaming in, in engine to me, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think she's going to be somebody that you go to regularly and uh, talk to regularly and uh, interact with. Uh, that was my immediate reaction. Um, 
Travis, any thoughts for will we learn her name? That's my question. Will will she will she forever be the stranger, or will we learn her name? (laughs) Question is, will she have actual time to explain? (laughs) That is also the question on everyone's mind. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Really cool to to just see her there. Looks in engine. That's excellent. And I I hope we get to learn a little bit more about her. Let's just let's get to the good stuff. Uh, We got some armor, Mm -hmm. and we got to look at the new powers here right now starting off with warlock warlock with the shade binder fracture with frost and man these powers look really cool wow super exciting yeah what did you guys think uh lord cognito yeah, man. I mean, th- this was, I mean, this is giving me the whole mage like fantasy. You know, as a warlock, you, you love this kind of stuff. And then it seems almost two part, right? You have a, a part where you actually do freezing and then almost a damage phase. So, yeah, very impressed with the warlock. And obviously, we're seeing the, the hunter as well. And, um, man, this right. stasis, wow, it looks impressive. Keep, yeah. I'm going to keep it on the lock to start so we can go through them one at a time. Sure. Yeah, the, th- the thing about the Warlock is it kind of almost looks like a combination of Nova Warp and Nova Bomb, right? Like, this mm-hmm. is the Nova Warp right here, and then yes. Nova Bombs, or sorry, reverse. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's kind of like two-part, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you have a thing you can throw from a distance, and then also like an AoE attack that seems pretty powerful. And then, kind of uh, ending the, the Warlock segment, we see a grenade freeze a hunter out of its super it was using Gunslinger, and they're not able to do that anymore. Uh, yes. And then and snipe them at, at point-blank range with the sniper. Which also, is really nice. quick, I want to point out, they almost like a new fallen enemy type, like a mini Insurrection Prime kind of going on, which mm-hmm. seemed pretty cool in the PvE section. Yeah, there's yeah. like a there's like a mech of some yes. kind. Or yeah. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about Hunter in just a second, but I wanted to throw this question to you guys. So the fact that that Hunter was popping a super and was frozen immediately, that did that seem like a super ability freezing that character? Because we're going to get to the Hunter in just a second. And I'm really curious how these abilities and attacks are going to affect the PvP sandbox. And yeah. I, I really, really wanted to ask you guys about that. So, so let's pause reviewing the footage for a second. And uh, I'll throw it to you, Lord Cognito, seeing all of these abilities, uh, h- how do you think they're going to impact PvP? Do you think it's going to be positive or like what are you, what was your reaction? I'll be honest. I mean, when you see these things in a PvE setting, you, they look cool. They look awesome. You know, they completely sandbox changing. But when you see them in PvP, as the recipient, you worry. <laughs> you, you almost say, okay, how's that going to feel if I get frozen? And then I have to deal with this. So I guess the, the, the main question I have, especially in the, the clip with the Warlock, I, I guess, freezing the Hunter in Golden Gun, is the is the Hunter already dead in that stasis? You know, it, it, what what's the actual status going on here? So there's a lot of questions I have for PvP. And also, will as we get on with the footage, you know, a lot of ice manipulating abilities, as you can see, ice manipulating abilities is just really interesting. Like, these are really sandbox-changing abilities Mm -hmm. yeah and i i have to wonder to your point like it seems like what bungie is saying is once you're hit with that stasis you're dead but are you able to just immediately respawn or are you just kind of frozen there and you got to wait till they shatter you um like i i am very curious about about how that's that's going to work travis travis what would you imagine how they would handle that challenge yeah i i 
I don't think you're going to die if you get frozen. I think you have to get uh, shattered. I, there, there might be some mechanic where maybe you tap A or something to get out of there, or you just wait a, a couple seconds. But in terms of the PvP balance, obviously that's going to be a question for me as a PvP main. Uh, I mean, that's my main question, right? Is like, how is this going to affect uh, the Crucible? But uh, I'm, not, I'm not so worried about it yet. I mean, there's no concepts, as far as I've seen, that are new, right? Taking away somebody's super with a grenade, Titans already have that, right? It's right. not a very good grenade, but it does exist in the game, and people have been uh, uh, the, the fun police in Crucible by throwing <laughs> a grenade around uh, quite a lot. Um, and, and then also uh, creating barriers, you know, that's another ability Titans have had, uh, and now we're able to create them in, in a little bit more... A visually impacting way, but but the the main disadvantage is that you can't see through them like you can with the Titan Shield. So mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's any new concepts except for the freezing, which uh, until I see how it works, I'm not too worried about it. But in my opinion, sandbox changes to PvP are probably what this game needs right now anyway. So if they break it a little bit, I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I am excited to see what happens. I'm always open to, to giving stuff a shot and then sort of doing the analysis after we get some hands-on time with it. But right now we're in the reactionary time. So we get to see it for the first time and go, oh, what's that going to do in PvP? How's that going right. to impact my gameplay and everything? And it's, it's definitely a fun time. But also, I just, I really was curious, like, man, people got to be curious how this is going to be PvP. There's the wall you were talking about, if you're watching <laughs> along with us right now. And yeah, they are frozen. See, they got broken right there. Yeah. If you, if you check, you can see that they're they're alive because you can see their shields burst when he when they kill them in the frozen state. So that mm -hmm. says to me that they're they are not dead in that, in that world. Right. Yeah, we're largely yeah. reacting to this live. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go over to the website here really quick because maybe we can get some of the answers we're looking for. Um, let's just go through it. How does that sound? Cognito, did you have some uh, thoughts before, before I do this? No, no, it looks, looks fine. I, I just also ca uh, caught the Warlock scene, the, the Rift ability seemed to change as well. And um, almost had that same, you know, kind of thing that Travis mentioned, like a freezing effect. So it could be exactly what he said, almost like a two-part situation where the freezing maybe doesn't kill you. And then maybe the shatter and the burst ability for each class then actually kills you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And I want to know more about this stuff. I'm very, very <laughs> curious. So uh, here's what the website says. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go through it. Cold, dark, and alluring, the power of stasis becomes, beckons you. Command this new elemental power with brand new guardian subclasses. Control the fight. Seize your enemies in an icy grip and shatter them where they stand. So... Again, we don't know. They talk about going beyond the light, going to Europa, utilizing stasis. Uh, here we go. Here's where I saw. Here, here, here's the screenshot I saw. A frozen foe is a conquered foe. Control the battle by immobilizing enemies in solid stasis. So to me, Travis and, and Cognito, that's, that says they're dead. Once they're frozen, they're dead, right? I don't think so. What do you think, Travis? What do you think? I think I think it's more like they're saying you know you can control the field by freezing people in place and then kind of like uh, doing whatever you want with them right like it, it's kind of like a power play but I, I don't think they're dead because uh, wait wait till we get to shatter we'll see if you feel that way okay shatter a hail of icy razors erupts from broken stasis crystals I, it's very small yeah. damaging those unlucky enough to be near. Hmm. Oh, so, so that, yeah, maybe that's the Im impact is that when you break a crystal, it kind of damages people nearby. 
But that right. that's the lock, right? That's the warlock. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, so maybe so stasis field is one ability. Freeze is is another. Do you think all characters have this? Did I miss? Like, this is command stasis. Rooted in darkness, wield the new elemental power of stasis to dominate the battlefield. And by the way, we're probably going to know all the answers to these questions next yeah. week once Reddit gets their hands on it and everything. Yeah. So thank you for watching and just being patient with us because this is sort of like our live reaction to a lot yes. of this info. So, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that before we scroll down a little bit and look at look at these crispy crispy oh, screenshots man. of the other screenshots characters? This is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, it is truly transformational how, how much, you know, classes and subclasses are changing. And um, this is the, I'll be honest, like I, I didn't expect this level of diversity, you know, come the expansion. And this is really exciting. You always cool to see destiny kind of go through a metamorphosis as far as abilities and stuff like that. It almost, I mean, even further than when, you know, Sunbreaker Titans came out and Stormcrawler, you know, Warlocks and stuff like that. It's always cool that September slash November <laughs> expansion when they really deep dive and change gameplay mechanics. So this is beyond it. This is really exciting. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess a question I have in terms of like acquiring these new subclasses, do you guys think it's going to be like in Destiny 2's main campaign where you, you know, reclaim your light like on the second or third mission or whatever it is and you're mm. throughout the campaign? Or do you think it'll be more like the Taken King or Forsaken where the subclasses were more of like a side quest, something that you did either mm. like along the way or at the end of the campaign and kind of got them later? Because these are being featured pretty heavily. Good question. Uh, you were saying, Destin? Yeah, so, I mean, you bring up a good point. We are going to learn more on September 1st about the Warlock, September 3rd about the Titan, and September 8th about the Hunter. But to answer the question you, you asked, Travis, um, I hope that it's more like Taken King, where you sort of had to, you know, experience a large chunk of the story and then unlock it. But I don't think it will be. I think they're going to give you access pretty early on so that you can start unlocking uh, parts of it. If, if they decide to do that sort of unlocking mechanic like they have done in the in the past with the, the subclasses. Do you guys remember when we got like Blade Barrage and all that? Did they just give that to you? Or did no, we have to they, earn it? You, you had to get those seeds in the first seeds. one you got yeah. like, from the first encounter of the raid in Forsaken. Mm -hmm. They were like endgame content basically. And so yes. it was really cool when you were playing with a character who already had the subclass and they had this crazy power and you were like, whoa, like they've already, you know, they already unlocked that. That's nuts. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping it'll be something like that or, or maybe you know what they could do is like tease it out like maybe you just get your grenade and it's like your first taste of like this new subclass you know early in the campaign and then you kind of unlock more and more until you get your super uh you know during the raid or something i i could, I could see a lot of joy uh coming out of a, a format like that where you kind of earn you know bits here and bits there of this new subclass okay, you know pretty, do you like that yeah i mean i don't mind it i mean i think for me you know, I am a fan of, of the lore of this stuff, and I, I would love to get some type of either cinematic backstory. Again, I remember when you were acquired, I, I believe it was Taken King, when you acquired, you know, being a Stormcaller, it was just the feeling of power that, you know, why are we acquiring the darkness? And these are these cool new powers and stuff like that. So I would love it selfishly. I mean, if they didn't, they kind of did what, uh, you know, Travis alluded to, I would still be cool that way as well, only because I like the abilities kind of slowly being introduced and then you're building your power and then you get all this stuff but if they gave it to me all at once i wouldn't complain 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Dustin's probably right that they're just going to give it to us because it's yeah. it's like the it's like the core of like what they're selling this expansion on, right? right? Like mm-hmm. every ad is like, look at these ice powers, and if you right. have to get them in the raid, the first encounter of the raid that like only you know five percent of the population does or whatever. There's yeah. just no way. I I don't see that happening at all. So yeah, I, I, I absolutely. I absolutely oh, I agree. I, I thought I would uh, bring up the the additional B-roll that just sort of gives us a, a, another showcase of the abilities and how they work and everything. I'm going to bring the audio up just a little bit. I'm going to risk it and see if we can, because uh, this, this was cut like it was supposed to be B-roll for like a live show, right? So we get yes. a look at some of the new locations we're going to go to. We're going to get a look at some of the new armor and such. And uh, man, that Titan, let's just listen for a second. The sound designers are just too good at their jobs. <laughs> yeah, this is phenomenal, yeah. man. This is the uh, Titan Behemoth we're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Titan Behemoth. And like for audio listeners. Whew. Yeah. So I that was know. the Titan Behemoth. And then uh, we got Warlock. Oh, yeah. Bring, bring down that staff. Let's go. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to do this. This though. is the hunter. This is the hunter we're hearing. The hunter. Nice. Hunter is called the Revenant. Yes. Class. And everybody mm. knows what that sound is. That's somebody dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, really, really fun to get an expanded look. And that looks like Deepstone Crypt to me, right? Yes, that is. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, so this actually shows a whole bunch of uh, new aspects that uh, elaborate upon what we saw in the earlier footage. And that man, I, so I cool am just there. just really, really excited. Yeah. Um, so with or out of all the powers, what do you think is going to be the most interesting to combat? So we talked sort of about stasis. What about the walls that the Titans are going to be able to build? To me, that, that was pretty interesting. Cognito, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the wall is that has a whole new dimension. You know, obviously it, the the height, the sheer scope of it, and then you know having that ability to lock down certain areas and things like that, even more so than the standard Titan barrier. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. You know, and just to jump ahead a little bit, you know, you have that, and then you see something like the the, the hunter with almost creating platforming areas with their ability. That's something completely game changing. So yeah, those two in particular. It's exciting stuff. These are really, like I said, again, sandbox altering things in Destiny, and and it's so cool to see. Like I, I didn't <laughs> think they would go this, you know, crazy with it. Like this, this this portion right here, like that is amazing to me. There's that huge space, and you see them create that those ledges for for platforming. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Travis. Yeah, I think for me, the platform is like the the biggest change, right? Like, because Titans have had walls for a while, but this is like an object you can jump on top of to get to like higher heights. And, and I'm really interested in like what the PVE implications of that, because Bungie's always had trouble with their players, like staying within the confines of the maps that they build. And now it's just going to be like yet another layer of like, you know, people busting through levels and that sort of thing. So Yeah, Warlock really sky dancing that. across the map. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I also I think I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we see in one of the footage a, a hunter throwing a grenade like that too. So I think it might be just 
something that all the classes can do. Um, mm-hmm. But it seems like Titans definitely have more powers that do it. Like the Titans uh, behemoth super, every time they pound, like a whole bunch of walls just pop out, which is pretty nuts. So really excited to see that in PV- PvP and probably be annoyed by it. But <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah. we're in the romanticizing phase right now. <laughs> yeah. we get annoyed. <laughs> we we can get a little bit more data on the icons in the lower left so like you know you have your your class ability still he has double throwable blades there that those are the ricochet ones i believe yep he just did it and then um I, does he actually end up using the one yeah there he goes so that's his grenade it is yeah to wall, wall yeah. right and then he has the the ricochet blades and, and here we go uh, a double combo Ooh. i'm wondering if you can change the type of grenade that you have, like you can have wall. So that's probably what we were seeing on the website before, right guys? You have wall grenades, yeah. you have uh, the stasis grenades, and then you have freeze maybe. I don't know. Possibly. I'm trying to piece or, it all or, together. I think probably the sickle that was being thrown is, is like the hunter's melee would be my guess. And then the mm-hmm. grenades are maybe the walls for everybody. But yeah, I'm not sure. Interested to see like how the, the sandbox works, but yeah, like, being able to create physical objects that alter the world in Destiny is like very weird and Fortnite-y and I'm interested to see yes. how it changes things. Yeah. Um, I think we've largely gone through everything we talked about, Hunter. We talked about Warlock. Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover about the reveal? Overall, I guess I have one final question and uh, I think this will be a pretty fun one to, to answer. Do you guys... Are you guys more excited now that you've seen this for what the game is going to offer? Did it not move the needle? Like, were you already in the red line for your excitement level? Did it push it past that or did it soften it out? How are you feeling about Beyond Light now? Travis, we'll start with you. Yeah, um, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I think the subclass, I mean, I every time they tell me that there's a new subclass in Destiny, I'm never like, oh, well, what if it's not good? Like, they, <laughs> they really nail their their classes and the stuff you can do. But, uh, you know, new subclasses, especially an entire new element, is always really, really exciting. And this is the first new element we've ever had. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it and all that. Um, you know, my main concern with this expansion is, like, how much stuff is there going to be to do with the new subclasses, right? Like, is there going to be a mm-hmm. lot of new content? Because we, we talked last week, only one strike, no new Crucible maps seems to be uh, where we're at now. So, so you know, hopefully they're hiding some stuff from us and there's like a whole, you know, uh, a, a dreaming city situation that we discover in the back half of the expansion. But uh, I don't I don't know. I, I'm really excited. And, and this just makes me feel like at, at the very least, even if they don't add new Crucible maps, Crucible is definitely never going to be the same again. You know, like everybody's going to be rocking these. Yeah, Cognito didn't move the needle for you. And bonus question for you, do you think it's going to move the needle for those people that are lapsed players or those people that uh, may not be as into Destiny as we are? Because we're pretty nerdy about it, let's be honest. (laughs) That is true. We represent the hardcore. (laughs) Um, Absolutely move the needle for me. Um, Like like Travis said, just to reiterate, when there's a a new subclass and, and just deep diving, but it's the creativity. It's how far they're pushing the envelope. And I think that's what's exciting. We did a live stream when this came on and I saw, you know, some uh, players and our people and our gamers in our community that don't play Destiny anymore. Maybe they went away from it. I seen their excitement and they were like, man, I, I, I might have to get down with Chicago. Like <laughs> I might have to dust it off. And then you couple the fact with, you know, some most of our community were our Xbox guys. And, you know, people forget, you know, this Beyond Lights in Game Pass. And, and that's oh, a yeah. huge 
that's a huge deal for people, you know, my affectionately, I call it free 99 <laughs> to get into the <laughs> ecosystem, right? So, you know, all of this stuff, you know, like, again, the, the question remains, how long will be, we be invested? Obviously, we know about the content vault, we know what stuff's going away. And, you know, how much will they add to keep us, you know, invested for a long time, but we know we do have a raid. We know we have some story content and, and it's looking like it's shaping up really nice. And we have some systematic reveals coming. So I think the hype train is starting to heat up, Destin. I, I feel we're like, you know, right at that cusp. And then we get every little week, we get a little more, so we get a little bit more excited. So that's where I think we are. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I've already seen examples of community or people who aren't like as versed saying, should I get back into Destiny right now? Should I be playing? So I think it definitely moved the needle for for those people. The, the hype the hype cycle is starting anew. You know, they're like, oh, am I going to miss out if I don't get in uh, right now before before the new season and everything? And that's good to see. It's it's nice to have new guardians that are expressing interest about get, getting into the game, so to speak, right? Um, Absolutely. I will say this for me personally, as I'm looking for the asset I need to switch to, <laughs> uh, for me, for me personally, um, I'm already pretty excited. I want to see more about the narrative development of these characters. Cause all we've seen is the, the intro cutscene, and I'm like, okay, so it looks like you're showing new areas. You're showing the new powers, the new sound design. Absolutely. Excellent. Skybox is gorgeous. I like, so there's tons of positive things to talk about, but I'm like, what is the story that you're planning to tell? And I mean, hey, if they wait until November 10th and just reveal it all at once, that's going to be great. Um, I, I would just like to know, uh, just a tease, just tease me a little bit. I want to, I, I like that. You know, I, I want to know just like a smidgen more about what we should expect from the storytelling. Um, I don't know. Do you guys feel the same way or am I crazy? <laughs> no, well, I think that's, that's a good point. Yeah, Travis. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, th I think I think like uh, you know that that's kind of always the question on people's mind is like Destiny is you know it it hasn't always succeeded at its narrative beats and I I think a lot of us are asking like how much content is here like how big is the campaign going to be how much are we going to have to do and and I that's like really the big question on this and the fact that they're focusing so much on the subclasses honestly makes me a little more nervous because if they had more story stuff or more uh, kind of PVE campaign material, maybe we'd be seeing more of that. But I hope I'm wrong. That's just kind of my my fear right now with all this focus on subclasses that really the only stuff they have are major sandbox changes, which you know are great, but content is king. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a valid concern. You know, the, the, the issue comes down to my biggest fear, and I've, I've talked this before, Woody Bonsis was just that we had so many strikes going into the vault and you look at it and from, you know, let's be real, you know, core activity, strikes, crucible, gambit, you know, when you have those, that amount of content being removed from the game, you know, that the, the, what's remaining then becomes your daily grind. And we're not seeing as much told to us right now, it's being added to the game. So to your point, Travis, again, after the euphoria wears off, right, of these new abilities, is there going to be enough meat to really sustain us for a run? And then the other question I have is because they're starting at no, in November as opposed to the traditional September, how does the season cadence go now, right? That That's going to be interesting. Do we still get three? Do we get two? You know, it's a very interesting question. The good thing is we know there's a raid. 
it's one of the coolest locales, you know, Deep yeah. Stone Crib. I believe this is where the Exos are made. So there's the potential for story is there. The question is narratively, is the campaign solid? You know, how many strikes we do get eventually over time? And then for me, I, I sympathize with you as a PvP guy because you know, we know the state of trials and things of that nature, you know. It, yes, we do. He's hurting. And as much as I love all this stuff, you know, I want to see that renewed commitment and anti-cheat and other things <laughs> that they can really put in the game to, to really help the quality of life. So that, listen, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I, I do think they have knocked it out the park as far as hype level. Now let's just see if the actual meat is there. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. It's all about the story, the like does it all gel well together or are we gonna be on just another grind fest in a few months? Like how quick are we gonna burn through the new and get to the where we are right now in Destiny, right? Like, okay, I've done everything. I'm playing other games grind. right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um that's what I'm curious about. But I will say overall, I'm super optimistic after seeing these assets. I'm really, really excited to play with the new subclasses. And I think the subclasses alone are going to do a lot to sustain our interest in this sandbox for a substantial amount of time. And who knows what's coming over the next you know, few expansions. We're just at part one of what we know is going to be a few years long worth of yeah. uh, storytelling, right? So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, hey. It's a crazy week. Gamescom is happening. I have Gamescom production going on. So it's a it's a little bit of a shorter episode, but I definitely wanted to have that reaction episode, catch it as early as I could. And uh, Lord Cognito, thank you so much for, for making the time today. It's a little bit seat of our pants. I'm like, oh man, Brian's, Brian's like wrapped up with Gamescom. Cognito was so great and he's a huge Destiny fan. I want to get him on the show. Uh, where can people watch your stuff if they want to want to see more from you? Much appreciated. First of all, that's an absolute pleasure. Travis, awesome meeting you. You love the passion as well. Um, yeah, man, you already know at Lord Cognito on Twitter. I'm part of the Iron Lords podcast. Every Sunday's the Lord's Day, and that's Iron Lord podcast on uh, YouTube as well as Twitch, all your major platforms. And then again, for Destiny-specific content, we do The Last Word with Ebontis. That's uh, Fridays, and it's on Twitch on his channel as well as archived on my channel or on Iron Lord podcast. But thank you so much for the call. I couldn't wait. I mean, I've been watching you for so long. You're a yeah. pioneer as far as keeping destiny alive fire team chat i mean man you guys have been doing it for so long and so well so it's an absolute honor and a privilege to be here thanks for inviting me oh man thank you so much that means a lot i, I really appreciate you saying that travis you got anything cool going on you got anything you want to share before we sign off yeah you can follow me at tie guy travis and you can see my face on the banner maybe someday for, uh, <laughs> you finally <laughs> got me your headshot that's right the request is in as soon as our artists have time the they're gonna whip something up i respect it yeah. yeah you know what before we go, I did put together a mock for Travis. Oh, please don't show this. You don't? No? You sure? No, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Real, qu real quick, you guys. I'll show you uh, the headshot. Let me let me ingest it here. All right, here we go. Get oh, ready. This is going to be the most embarrassing moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> we're, fi we're finally going to be able to add you to the banner. There so we go. Look out for that. But anyway, on that note, I don't think there's a better note we can end on. Uh, thank you so much, Cognito and Travis, for, for joining me to do this little production. And uh, until next time, everybody, Guardians, Guardians out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.